This program is brought to you by Suffolk University. Please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu. My name is Mia Friedman. I'm the Director of Public Interest and Pro Bono Programs at the Rappaport Center for Law and Public Service at Suffolk University Law School. This podcast is intended to give students a short nuts and bolts review of the pro bono program. What is pro bono work? how the program works at Suffolk Law, how students can enroll, find a pro bono placement, and achieve pro bono honors and recognition upon graduation. What is pro bono is the first question many students have. The term pro bono comes from the Latin phrase pro bono publico, meaning for the public good. In the legal profession, pro bono work refers to work that is performed voluntarily and free of charge. It is the responsibility of all members of the legal profession to do pro bono service. And our pro bono program allows students to begin that service now and encourages students to develop a lifelong commitment to pro bono work. In addition to giving back to the community, there are many benefits for you to doing pro bono work. You're gaining practical legal experience, you're exploring your career options, and you're building your network of professional contacts. Suffolk is committed to the principle that members of the legal community are obligated to assist in providing legal services to persons of limited means, and again, we encourage you to start that process now, although you're not required to. Our program is voluntary, so please do keep that in mind. To enroll in the program, it's fairly simple. You should read the pro bono handbook that is available on our website as well as in the Rappaport Center in hard copy if you'd like. It gives all the details for signing up, getting a placement, etc. There's a lot of information on our website as well for you to take a look at. How to enroll? Sign two forms, the Law Student Pro Bono Pledge and the Law Student Acknowledgement of Professional Responsibility. By signing the pledge, you're committing to try to contribute at least 50 hours of pro bono service while you are here. A question I get asked a lot is, what if I don't get to that 50 hours? Should I still sign up? The answer is yes. As I mentioned, it is a voluntary program, so there is no negative consequence to not fulfilling the pledge. However, it is our hope that you will be contributing at least 50 hours while you're here uh, for three or four years. The Law Student Acknowledgement of Professional Responsibility sets out the expectations and responsibilities of students participating in the program and certifies that you've read Rule 1.6 of the Massachusetts Rules of Professional Conduct. What is pro bono work? What constitutes work in terms of how do you look for a placement and how do you know what qualifies? I'm not going to go through the entire definition which is contained in our handbook. However, know that it is expansive and we typically have students doing pro bono work at nonprofit organizations and government organizations that assist those who cannot afford to pay for an attorney or work at placements with activities that improve the law, the legal system, or the legal profession. That includes public policy work, it includes direct direct civil legal services, it includes judicial internships, it includes many things. So if you have further questions after reading the handbook, please do come see me. We do try to keep the program as flexible as possible. Two big things, the pro bono work must be unpaid and must not be for credit. Students interested in doing an internship for credit should contact Professor Bernadette Feely or Mary Sawicki, both of whom run internship for credit programs here at the law school as part of the clinical programs department. 
Finding a placement. This is something we've just recently changed. So if you are in the pro bono program already, take note. We've simplified our website and we now list all of our pro bono opportunities on Simplicity. If you go onto the pro bono program website, you'll see a graphic widget, I call it, that lists all the pro bono postings directly through Simplicity. So you can click on that to access postings. You can also log right onto Simplicity with your student ID and search postings by pro bono in the position type field. And that will give you all of the pro bono opportunities available. Now that's just one way. Looking on Simplicity is just one way to find a placement. You can come meet with me to discuss your interests and try to find a good match for a placement. You are also welcome to find your own project, arrange your own placement. You just need to make sure to get pre-approval via another form we have, which is available online or in our office. You must be supervised by an attorney in your work. So keep that in mind. Again, we try to keep it flexible. So for instance, we've had students in the past who work at nonprofit organizations that may not have a full-time attorney on staff, but have an attorney that's working with them either on a pro bono basis or as part of their board of directors and is willing to provide satisfactory supervision for purposes of the program. So keep that in mind as well. Who may participate? All students are welcome to participate. First-year students are cautioned to consider the time constraints and pressures of your academic life during your first year of law school. Students in their first year who do wish to do a pro bono placement should come see me, and we will discuss options that have a fairly limited time commitment and don't require any advanced research and writing skills. Pro bono honors. What I mentioned before, if you fulfill the pledge of 50 hours, you will be recognized at graduation, so keep that in mind. 50 hours of pro bono work, if you fulfill the pledge, you'll have a notation of pro bono honors on your transcript. 75 hours of pro bono service, you'll also receive the notation of pro bono honors listed in the commencement bulletin when you graduate. 100 hours or more, you also get a pro bono certificate presented with your diploma at commencement. So a couple different things to keep in mind there. Students who have any questions should certainly feel free to contact me, and I will help guide you through the process. Two other things I want to highlight, two changes. Evaluations. Evaluations are now mandatory for each pro bono program placement. I've tried to make it as easy as possible for students to submit evaluations and give feedback to me. I've created a SurveyMonkey evaluation, which you can get to from our website. Very simple, should only take a couple minutes. But again, it's vital that we ensure the quality of the pro bono placements that we're sending students out to do. So please do be aware of that new requirement. Summer hours. In the past, I've gotten a lot of questions, why are summer hours for pro bono credit limited to 25? We've changed the rules, so starting in the summer of 2013, students can accrue an unlimited number of pro bono hours during the semester. We continue to encourage students to, to do pro bono work throughout their law school careers during the semesters as well as during the summer, but we have changed the rule in response to a lot of valid student complaints that they are doing hundreds of hours of pro bono work during the summer and not being properly recognized. Again, questions, please contact me, M. Friedman, F-R-I-E-D-M-A-N, at suffolk.edu. The telephone number in the Rappaport Center where I sit is 617-573-8644, and you can, as I said, get more information and contact us all through our website, www.rappaportcenter.org slash pro bono. This preceding program was brought to you by Suffolk University.
please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu.